0: and welcome to the Northeast Georgia Scouting Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about the second class rank. So, without further ado, let's get started. Requirement 1A. Since joining the scouts, participate in five separate troop or patrol activities, at least three of which must be held outdoors. Of the outdoor activities, at least two must include overnight camping. These activities do not include troop or patrol meetings. On campouts, spend the night in a tent that you pitch or other structure that you help erect such as a lean-to, snow cave, or teepee. So for that one, that's just gonna come with time and just keep attending all the troop outings and you will get that one. 1B, explain the principles of leave no trace and tell how you practice them on a camp out or outing. This outing must be different from the one used for tenderfoot requirement 1C. So for that one, just find an adult leader who can sign off on these kind of things and explain to them what won't leave no traces it basically means do not leave anything behind that was not there before you came and just tell them how you've practiced this on the camp out that you're at and just in general keep tidy and clean and explain how you did that 1c on one of these campouts select the location for your patrol site and recommend it to your patrol leader senior your patrol leader or troop guide explain what factor, factors you should consider when choosing a patrol site and where to pitch a tent for this one it's good to obviously use resources such as the scout handbook but also you can ask an older scout and they would be happy to help you but you're just looking for a nice flat space that's big enough for a tent and possibly a patrol and recommend that to whoever you choose patrol leader or senior patrol leader so that's going to do it for requirement one requirement two. first we're going to do requirement 2a explain when it is appropriate to use a fire for cooking or other purposes when and when it should not be appropriate to do so. So basically, once again, use your resources such as the Boy Scout Handbook or, once again, find an older scout to explain it to you and then just find an uh, adult leader and just talk to them about it and get them and uh, ask for them to sign that off after you're, you've talked to them about it. And for this one, I think that a lot of these requirements are good and the ones where you'll be talking to an adult leader, it's very good to do those all at one time just to get them out of the way. 2B. Use the tools listed in tenderfoot requirement 3D to prepare tender, kindling, and fuel wood for cooking a fire. For that one, um, I'm not going to go over the resources again, but just go around the woods, get together some good wood that you could use to make a, a fire. 2C. At an improved outdoor location and time, use tender, kindling, and fuel wood for, from second class requirement 2B to demonstrate how to build a fire unless prohibited by local fire restrictions light the fire after allowing the flames to burn safely for at least two minutes safely extinguish the flames with minimal minimal impact to the fireside now for a lot of these requirements I got them done in a program called TNT at my summer camp but if you don't have the opportunity to take part in that kind of program what you can do is just at the camp out that you've used for your other requirements um... just Make a uh, quick fire. It doesn't have to be a big one. It's only going to burn for two minutes, after all. Uh, uh, Make it, um, put it out safely after two minutes, and explain how you did that. That's all for that one. Explain when it's appropriate to use a lightweight stove and when it's appropriate to use a propane stove. Set up a lightweight stove or propane stove, light stove unless prohibited by local fire restrictions. Describe the safety procedures for using these types of stoves. For this one, um, just wait until you have a campout where you'll need to be cooking. And when you cook a meal, just sit down and do the requirement. That one's not that hard, but you just got to do it and get it done. Okay, 2E. On one campout, plan and cook one hot breakfast or lunch, selecting for foods from my plate or the current USDA nutritional model. It's the importance of good nutrition, demonstrate how to transport, store, and prepare foods you them okay for this one this one kind of goes with 2d for your first camp out that you're going to be going to just make a meal plan because you're gonna obviously need something to eat and with that meal plan just talk about it with your patrol and try to make it healthy so that it will fit the requirement 2f demonstrate tying the sheet bend knot describe a situation in which you would use this knot and 2g is demonstrate tying the bowline knot describe a situation in which you would use this knot for these two I think it's a great thing to do to find an older scout, and they would be happy to explain it to you, plus it, it satisfies, satisfies their edge requirements, so that's just a win-win. So for that one, find an older scout to do it. They'll be happy to. Requirement 3A. Demonstrate how a compass works and how to orient a map. Use the map to point out and tell the meaning of five map symbols. Okay, for this one, uh, if there happens to be a scout in your troop, like I just did, doing the Orienteering Merit Badge. This is a great time to, if they're doing their course, this is a great way to satisfy that requirement, and they, and you're helping them out by, by participating in the orienteering event that they need for their badge. And just find that scout and get them to teach you how to use the compass, and that should do for that one. Three B, using a compass and a map together, make, take a five mile hike or ten miles by bike, approved by your adult leader and your parent or guardian. For this one, your troop should just be going on one of those outings sometime in the near future and just wait for it and you'll get there. 3C, describe some hazards or injuries that you might encounter on your hike and what you can do to prevent help or, or what you can do to help prevent them, sorry. Um, for that one, just before your hike prob- or maybe even on the way if you don't have much to do on, on the way, find an adult leader and talk to them about basic first aid things, which I know I did this in, uh like directly after the first day merit badge because I took that. It's my second badge I ever took, and that one is not that difficult to deal with. 3D demonstrate how to find directions during the day and at night without using a compass or electronic device. For this one, use your resources, scout handbook, and others, uh, or find an older scout and. Go and knock that one out. Requirement four, identify or show evidence of at least 10 kinds of wild animals such as birds, mammals, reptiles, fish, or mollusks found in your local area or camping location. You may, know, you may show evidence by tracks, signs, or photographs you have taken. For that one, when you're at your camp out or whatever your first outing is, just look around and make observations of the animals that may be around. So just make observations and that one will not be that hard. 5A, Tell what precautions must be taken for a safe swim. For this one, I did this as part of the Swimming Merit Badge, but you may do it just at a fun day for the troop, like at a lake or something, or just however, this is a very important one because if you're swimming, you obviously need need to be safe during that, so this is a very important one. 5B, demonstrate your ability to pass the BSA beginner test, jump feet first into water uh, over your head in depth, Level off and swim 25 feet on the surface, stop, turn sharply, resume swimming, and return to your starting place. For this one, I know I did it pretty much immediately after I joined scouting because I was headed to summer camp. And that's a requirement for where I go. Um, So just wait for when your troop does a swimming test because it is required for swimming and Boy Scouts. And knock that one out. 5C, demonstrate water rescue methods by... Reaching with your arm or leg by reaching with a suitable op- object, and by throwing lines and op- by throwing and by throwing lines and objects. Okay, for that one, I once again did it as part of the swimming merit badge. But if you were to ask your troop, if you, when your troop's out on the water, whether it be for a fun day or whatever your troop may be doing, and just do that one quickly, get it out of the way. All you need is another scout to help you by staying in the water and playing as the victim and finally 5d explain why explain why swimming rescue should not be attempted when reaching or throwing rescue is possible explain why and how a rescue swimmer should avoid ca- contact with the victim this is a very important one I learned this uh, they, they definitely taught this to us when we were doing the life-saving merit badge this is very important you do not want to get in the water with the person. Who you need to rescue because they will pull you in because they are desperate, frankly. So avoid this at all costs and you should be okay. Okay, 6A. Demonstrate first aid for the following object in the eye, bite of a warm blooded animal, puncture wounds for a splinter, nail, and fish hook, serious burns, partial thickness or second degree, heat exhaustion, shock, heat stroke, dehydration, hyperthermia, or hyperventilation. Uh, For those, I did it as part of the First State Merit Badge, but you can do it pretty much any way uh, that presents itself with a troop or however your troop does that. 6B. Should you for a hurry case of stopped breathing, stroke, severe bleeding, or ingested poisoning. For this one, once again, do it, I think that that's one that you can do as part of 6A, just however your troop prefers to do that one. 6C. Tell what you can do while on a campout or hike to prevent or reduce the occurrence of injuries listed in 2nd class requirements 6A and 6B. Once again, I'd like to do this one with those two. And just sit down with the note leader, probably with your patrol, who also also may need to fill these requirements out. And just go over it with them and get these done. Explain what to do in the case of accidents that require emergency response in the home and backcountry. Explain what constitutes an emergency and what information you'll need to provide to a responder for this one this is once again a very important one you need to know know what to do in these kinds of situations and use your resources ask older scouts just find out what you'll need to do in these situations and 6e tell how you should respond if you come upon the scene of a vehicular accident for this one I, I, i mean i know i keep saying this but use the scout handbook it's very good for things like this or talk to somebody who would know this kind of thing and just talk to an adult leader who can sign off on these and knock that one out. Requirement 7A is after completing tenderfoot requirement 6C, be physically active for at least 30 minutes each day or five days a week for four four weeks. Keep track of your activities. This one is just one that you just got to power through it. It may be a bit tedious, much like the Personal Fitness Merit Badge will which you'll eventually have to take. But it's one that's definitely a good thing to know. You should know how to plan these kind of things, keep track of it, and just push through it and get it done. 7B, share challenges and successes and completing second class requirements 7A. Set a goal for continuing to include physical activity as part of your daily life and develop a plan for doing so. So you're probably you're going to need to do 7A. It's a prerequisite to this. And then just after you're done with that, this is one of those that I like to type up. On a Google Docs or however you prefer to do that, and just print it out and turn it in and get that signed off. 7C, participate in a school, community, or troop program on the dangers of using drugs, alcohol, and tobacco, and other practices that could be harmful to your health. Discuss your participation in the program with your family, explain the dangers of substance addictions, report to your Scoutmaster or other adult leader in your troop, which parts of the Scout Oath and Law relate to what you have learned. Okay, for that one, just wait for whatever way you may want to do that. I did it personally with a school assembly, but you can do that as a troop or however you, your troop likes to do that. And then just talk to somebody about what you've learned, how it relates to the scout law. Uh, a, a, participate in a flag ceremony for your school, religious institution, chartered organization, organization, community, or scouting activity. This can be just a flag raising or something like that. Just knock that out and get that one done explain what explain what respect is due to the flag of the united states for this one once again you can check your resources such as your handbook um... and this is one of the type that if you search that up there's lots of answers and you can ask pretty much anybody and they can tell you that kind of thing 8c with your parents or guardian describe an amount of money that you would like to earn based on the cost of a specific item that you would like to purchase. Develop a well-written plan to earn the amount agreed upon and follow that plan. It is acceptable to make changes to your plan along the way. Discuss any changes made to your original plan and whether you met your goal. This is much like the personal management merit badge. and For this one, much like the fitness requirement, this is just one you got to push through, keep at it, and you'll get it. At a minimum of three locations, compare the cost of the item for which you are saving to determine the best place to purchase it. After completing the second request requirement 8C, deci- decide if you will use the amount that you earned originally as originally intended, save all of it or part of it, or use it for another purpose. For this one, just after going through it all, just decide how you think it went, and if you still want that item, get it or however you want to do that. AE participate in two hours of service through one or more service project approved by your Scoutmaster. Tell how your service um, to others relates to the Scout Oath. Uh, just wait for when your troops are doing a service project and like I, I like saying it's a lot. If it's an Eagle project, that's even better because it benefits one of your fellow scouts and just knock out. Nine A Explain the three Rs of personal safety and protection. Find an older scout and use your resources for those. 9B. Describe bullying. Tell what uh, the appropriate response is to someone who's bullying you or another person. This is one that you'll probably learn at school, because they they, uh, always go over this stuff at least once a year. And just describe it to an adult later. Requirement 10. Demonstrate Scout Spirit by living the Scout Oath and Scout Law. Tell how you've done your duty to God and how you've lived the four four different points of the Scout Law, not to include those used for 10-foot requirement 9, in your everyday life, just pick four of the. For this one, you just gotta pick four points of the Scout Law that you have not used for previous ranks, and just tell what what you've done to, uh, tell how you've lived those um points, and then I, this is once again another one of those that I prefer to type up and hand in just because it's easy for everybody, and then eleven uh, while working towards second class. Sc- now, working while well, working towards your second class rank, and after completing Tenderfoot requirement ten, participate in the Skymaster conference, and then after that, successfully complete your board review for second class, and finally, you are a second class scout. Congratulations.